0: Hello, and welcome to Dank Farrakh. I sound like like Dracula, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> not
0: at all. D- D- Dank Farrakh, a Star Wars podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Carlos, and I'm here with the other host, Tyler. And today, we're going to talk about the much-anticipated and hotly-debated show right now, because it's just releasing right now, and not a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Andor. <laughs> I I per, okay so I don't know if you want to jump in right at the gate with something but I have something that I, I must confess and I and I feel like I've touched on it uh, briefly uh, throughout previous episodes or it's been glimpsed which I'd say go for it is that I'm not the biggest rogue one person Yes
1: um, you have admitted that <laughs>
0: Yes this is not a, a show I was excited about. I think like a lot of people weren't excited about this show. This is like a Yeah, that's true. People were excited for Kenobi and you know mm-hmm. the, the animated stuff because it's like the the fan service stuff, which is um, I was also excited about those. And I wasn't excited about this. I, it was it was a prequel to a movie that I didn't love.
1: I mm-hmm. thought it was
0: like uh, it had too many underdeveloped characters, cool concepts but underdeveloped. I, I remember Tony Gilroy wasn't a big Star Wars fan, so it's always like, hmm, I don't know about this one. Yeah. But I must confess, uh, another confession, I guess, is that I I think this is the best fucking Star Wars show. This is the best Star Wars since, I don't know, man, since probably, and I know people say this all the time, but this is probably the my favorite thing that Star Wars has made since 1980, because it's like, Oh, the writing is so fucking good, and the fact that that Tony Gilroy wasn't a Star Wars fan, who was which was one of my fears, I think ended up being the biggest blessing for the show. And I just want to come out right at the gate and say that. And I know you'll you'll feel feel differently, but um, this is everything I wanted Rogue One to be.
1: I'm glad that you are happy with oh what my God. you got to see. <laughs> And I'm glad that you had a positive experience. Before I get into my <laughs> thoughts, are you... What was I going to say? Did, did this make Rogue One better for you?
0: Absolutely. 100 and like that 1,000%. So
1: if you watch Rogue One now, yes, you'll like it? I like it better. You'll like it more. Okay. Yeah. That, and I feel like...
0: Yeah, and I feel like uh, once Season 2 rolls out, which we know is going to be the last one, it's going to feel so so amazing to do that that whole continuous journey of the first two seasons and then Rogue One, because I feel like, this is not a spoiler, but Tony Gilroy has said that the second season ends right before he goes to the rings of Khafrin.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so... There's only going to be two seasons for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. So, okay. so the
0: the whole uh, for people who don't know, the whole framing device of this story is they were going to make five seasons, uh, and that's why the show begins with five BBY or BBY five. I don't know why they inverted yeah. the thing, but anyway,
1: it's five BBY.
0: <laughs> yeah, and but in, in on screen it was like BBY five, so they were like trying to throw people off. Yeah, it know. is weird. So the the intention for sure was to make five seasons to have one year span a season. But the show is so so immense and it's like one of those shows that was isn't done on the on the volume and it's done on location and it's like a gigantic production that they they said like there's we're not gonna be able to do five seasons without like physically die, like dying with, with trying. And right. uh, so they they did the compromise that season two is gonna be the last one and they're gonna skip a year every three episodes. So the first three episodes really? are going to be Yeah. So the first Holy three shit. episodes are going to be 4 BBY, the next three are going to be uh, 3 BBY and so on. And gotcha. it's going to it's going to end right before
1: That's that's interesting. That, that might shake things up a bit.
0: Yeah, for sure because it's definitely
1: going to be structurally different too. It's probably going to move faster too. Oh yeah, because they're they're
0: going to be like jumping jumping a year and you'll you'll have to piece together everything that happened in that
1: year. It'll probably just happen like a lot quicker within the story.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see just how how like how the d- descent into madness like imagine we jump a year and then we see like Forrest Whitaker go crazier and crazier every year <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs>
1: that, that's, like, that's my only hope yes that instead of like how we get to see Cassian go from this to Rogue One I want to yeah. see fucking <laughs> I, I want to see Borgullet. Yeah. I want to
0: see him. I want to see. him getting the egg for Borgollet in four Bby, <laughs> and then we see Baby Borgollet in, in three Bby, <laughs> and then see
1: you know. And I, want, I want him not having Andrew a leg to literally end with him holding the fucking egg and him just looking at the camera. Break the fourth wall and go Borgollet. <laughs> you know the truth. <laughs> at the credit. That's it. <laughs> uh, but
0: so yeah. So uh, to answer your question, <laughs> yes, I think I think I like it's gonna. It makes already Rogue One better, and I think it's by the end of the show, it's gonna be even better. And I'm so glad we don't have to wait five years to see the end of this journey too. Yeah, and I like the the long run stuff, but uh, I think restraint is is a is a fair approach in the, in this instance. Yeah, we can see Lord, Lord Vader is also agreeing with me. He's the he heard
1: something out there. Yeah. He's a good guard dog. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do you feel about? All right. So, all right. Before I get into it, yes. we do need to address the elephant in the room. So you have not heard or seen us since oh, okay. June 29th. <laughs> that was our last episode. I know we say this every time because we're like the abusive like stepfather who like shows up every once in a while. I'm <laughs> gonna stop drinking. <laughs> the promise now, the sure. kid like they'll be around <laughs> you next Christmas. Like yeah. go get yeah. a present then. But um no, for for real. I've uh, I've been gone since August first in the fire academy, becoming a firefighter. And I just graduated what November tenth. And it's my birthday. I've been doing additional training since then, thank you. And it's been a long road and I've had literally like no time for anything. I actually watched Andor after I would get out of work because I would sleep at the fire academy. I was there every literally every week for 15 weeks of the academy and then two additional weeks of additional training. So I watched it on my laptop just like laying in my bed after like a long day. Yeah and i kind of wondered like if that played an effect on my viewing like how i how i viewed the story and like if i if that like played a factor for if i enjoyed it or not for sure yeah so i questioned that like every week and mm-hmm. i definitely do need to do a, a rewatch to like make sure what i feel about it is legit but i will go into it <laughs> so <clears throat> I I find it really interesting that, like, I love Rogue One. Yes. More, it's basically my favorite thing that Disney has put out. You know, that and, like, Mandalorian comes close. But it, definitely as far as, like, the Disney-made Star Wars movies, Rogue One, yeah. like, blows everything else out of the water for me. And it's funny that you have that contrasting opinion where you didn't yes. really find it that great at all. No, yeah. And our views are kind of flip-flopped with Andor. <laughs> so, I... And, and you know me when it comes to movies that I enjoy, things that I love. I love slow character movies. They don't need lots of action or excitement to get me, like, hooked. <laughs> I love good writing that just, you know, delves into the characters and, like, gives really good depth and backstory to everybody. But with this show, like, I, I gave it so much of a chance where I just felt like, okay, it's like a slow burn. And I found myself, like, kind of annoyed where I didn't really care for any of the side characters most of the story and the plot line I didn't really care for. I will say I I actually really liked the prison.
0: Oh, that was great. The, the
1: prison episodes were the best part of the show for me. Andy circus? Andy circus is incredible. His his acting is great as always. But that was like where the 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 show became grounded for me in a way. Where like it became more simple. where all the other shit just like didn't really matter at that time. Mhm. And I was kind of surprised because at first I was like, oh great, now he's just gonna be fucking stuck in this prison and it's gonna waste a bunch of episodes. But it actually like turned out to be like really the most interesting part of the show for me. But like as much as, you know, I will praise the acting, the filmmaking, the directing, the the way the show felt big budget compared to the other Star Wars yes. shows is insane. It's insane. When you think that, when you think that they that it looks like they spent less time and money on Kenobi and Boba Fett, who are, like, extremely more popular characters, where this show is just beautiful. And it feels like Star Wars in the sense that you're not looking at the set and going, like, okay, like... There's clearly like a fake fucking production wall that they put up to like yeah. look like a building. Like you remember Boba Fett where like you could literally see the construction of the set. Yeah. In some of the shots where like it was like half completed or like you see like behind the wall and it's just like the fake wall. Like yeah. It didn't have that sense at all in this. It was I have a theory about that it, actually. Do you? Uh it, it
0: and I I feel like it's not I I mean I I'm sure that they, they like all the shows had a a healthy budget, yeah, and they do. But I feel like the other shows, the, the difference with this one is that they didn't do the the LED stuff, which have has been has has interesting like I didn't at know all, that. like at all. Really, the, the only volume stuff they did it was the, outside the windows in Coruscant. That was the only stuff. But what all about it, when they
1: did that, uh, the tribal ceremony thing?
0: What tribal ceremony thing?
1: You remember with the, uh, there was, like, the group of villagers that oh, the were eye? doing a ceremony, like, yeah. right before the raid?
0: That was all on, on location and, and, like, green screen and visual effects. And I feel like, it's like the old school approach, I mean, it, and I feel like this served them well. Not only because it looks real and, you know, it feels lived in. But also because this is the one Star show where you want it to feel like that, you know, because it's about the regular people who are just like yeah. caught up in this in, in the bullshit that Palpatine is doing in the background. You know, the the people who nobody gives a shit about, and yeah. and I know the the like the the mandate for the show is let's make it real, let's make it about randos, and uh, and uh, I feel like more than the, than the budget, it's where they put it. And uh, I feel like Obi-Wan, I know Obi-Wan had like a, a lot of use for from the the Mandalorian stuff, the, the LED uh, panels, the volume. Yeah. And you can feel it. You know what I mean? Like you feel that it in time, the
1: for sure, yeah.
0: Yeah, you feel it in the in the Hong Kong planet where he rescues. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel it in sometimes even the some of the tattooing <clears throat> stuff, you feel it.
1: It was it was it's weird because it was either a mix of that, it was like it was two extremes. It was either yes felt completely like that screen yes. where it was so low budget that like the desert scene where they get found by that mole man Yeah, yeah. It, it was just like two polar opposites of like scene setting yes. and it, yeah. it just it was just it felt so cheap like cheaply yeah. made not enough time and effort gone into it where yeah, this yeah. felt rich and like
0: the, the 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 place where, where they were in, in the 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 path was hiding the the place where where they were heading that also felt like like cheaply constructed like a, a combination of like a yeah. set and like LED lights and this one because they're on location and because it's real, it doesn't feel like the camera angles are constricted or that the scale feels constricted yeah and I feel like that's the key the scale yeah like you you could go big when you're on location. Versus when you're on the, on the on the on the the volume, right? And I feel like uh, um, it's much more about the approach of the filmmaking and like the integrity they had whilst doing it. Yeah. And given the fact that Tony Gilroy is like an old school type guy, just mm-hmm. like spy thrillers. Yeah. Versus this new wave of, of filmmaking, which I think is perfectly valid. I mean, they're still developing the technology. I'm sure it's going to get better. The same thing yeah. happened with when the prequels came out. When the prequels came out, I was like, "It all looks fake. It all, it's all CGI." Right. Yeah. But if if he hadn't done that and broke broke all those rules, and uh, we wouldn't have the the visual effects the the way we have them today.
1: Exactly. So I feel give them credit yeah, to Lucas for you know.
0: So I I give them credit for experimenting with it, but I think it it still has uh, room to improve for sure.
1: It's definitely a learning experience. I think that they're kind of like going through that is only going to serve them for the better and us eventually. Yes. It's just a shame that like the the two most hyped up shows, arguably, aside from Mando, you know, yeah. had to suffer for it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I feel like, we want- when, like, you know, with Boba Fett, how 90% of it felt like that. But then as soon as the Mando episodes happen, it's like incredible and amazing and seems like so much higher budget.
0: And that is really weird. <laughs> I I feel like a, I feel I feel bad for Obi, the Obi Wan show, even though there's a lot of great scenes in it that I love. I, I feel like uh, um the biggest victim of that show is uh, its production value, and uh, yeah, and that's a shame because it's yep. like Star Wars is so known for its production values. You know, it, it's yep, because it's, I agree. it's, it's fucking. Flash Gordon, but instead of it being like cheap, it's like really good looking. And that's that's the selling point.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. So even even like with the sequel movies, it's like how shit they were, but they looked great. Right, exactly. It's like you
0: still, you know, you still got that that, at least.
1: And now like because they're Disney shows, it's it's up in the air. Like you don't know, it's gonna be a toss-up now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So so, I, I, after this, I was so happy. Like the first frame I saw of Andrew, of him, like going to the brothel, and it looks like kind of like <laughs> yeah. a Blade Runnery place. Yep. Yeah. And I was it's like, oh my Blade God, badass. this already looks 100% better than, than any other, even better than. I think it's the best looking Disney Plus show, not just Star Wars. I agree. Because all the other Marvel shit also looks kind of <laughs> stale now. And this Dude, is I, like. I don't even
1: watch the Marvel shit anymore. It's. Right. Um, I, I find that the new shows are getting worse and worse and worse.
0: Yeah, like they they can't keep up with their production.
1: No. Yeah. But, but even uh, the movies, the movies are pretty shit now too. Like with just their cranking their them out. I, I don't get it. Yeah. But um
0: yeah, but yeah it so, was
1: beautiful and I I really yeah. loved the the look of especially the imperial base uh with the isb yeah, SB, yeah that was amazing it's so beautiful in there how sleek and clean it is and like the framing of the shots yes that's the shit that i really appreciated about the show yes and i will say like that was probably the most interesting storyline for me in the show didramira
0: like, was even more character. than
1: andor i really liked I, the villainy. and the the names escape me. This is the one show where like I couldn't keep up with people's like names.
0: I feel like this is a show where where when you're watching it week to week, it's harder to like retain the
1: the plot for me anyway. Usually, I'm really good about it, but I think yeah. just because I was in the fire academy and I was watching it late at night, you know, yeah, I wasn't yeah, able yeah. to focus on it. But um, yeah, the ISB stuff was really the most important. Or like interesting storyline for me because we've never really had that perspective before. Yes, in exactly. any Star Wars, like besides yeah. Darth Vader, but he's the only one where but he's like. But
0: he's like an evil person, you know. Yeah, this like- is
1: very different. Where it's like somebody just kind of like doing their job,
0: like like it's like following a circular, you know, and that's like your whole perspective of what yeah. the Empire is is just following a circular. Yeah, but it's like no, these are like sy- systemic. It's, it's just people. Uh, uh, just fascism. And it's like the way they talk about like like Yeah, we're gonna fuck over that rebel, the one that that I can't remember his name. But the one that the the uh, saw was like, th- they're gonna catch him and Luther yeah. was like, Yeah, that's part of the plan. Um that guy Krieger, right? Yeah, Krieger. It's something like yeah. The the Empire just being like, Yeah, just make it look like an accident, and it's like, oh, okay, perfect, that's great. And they're just talking very casually about like Fucking people over and like
1: yeah.
0: they're really like a full in fa- fascist fa- fascism mode. Yeah, like in the 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 like security apparatus of the empire. Yeah, but, but all they have to have this like senate facade. Like, yep. but this is another thing I I really enjoyed about this show is how how they give you political context for the empire because they've always they gave us a shit ton of it in the in the republic days in the prequels. Yeah. That's but true. in the in the original trilogy, it was like a couple of lines of dialogue here and there, kind of brushing over the fact that politics no longer matter. It's like the, right. the senate is dissolved. But this one uh, drills down on 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 the political aspect of the empire. Yeah, and that's why I, I actually really enjoyed the Mon Mothma stuff because who like who would have thought that like some fucking like random lady that had one scene in Return of the Jedi now. Has like so much stuff going on, which is like she has a daughter that she basically has to sell off or whatever.
1: I was the most intrigued about her character, like when watching the show, because well, one, I mean, the actress who you know performed the role, she did a brilliant job, amazing, spot on, amazing, incredible job. But I found her stuff so hit or miss, and I think there was a lot of stuff they could have done like i appreciate them showing like what it takes for her to move behind the scenes and kind of like find her place within the rebellion yeah but some of it was just so stale for me like like i don't care to watch her like have this shitty marriage and like having to like sell her daughter off like I love it, that. that that shit's just not interesting to me like i feel like there could have been better ways that they go that they went about it but I do appreciate that they're they're trying to show like it's it's a dirty business for <laughs> like for all people involved to like what it takes to start a rebellion and come together, you know?
0: Well the the, the thing I loved most about the Mon stuff is like I can tell you, my favorite scene is the the. I think it's the only scene we see in the Senate. But there was I, two, I, I believe. There was two. Okay. Yeah. The the one where like, and and I'm also comparing it to the prequels, of course, because that's the last time we saw the Senate. How like in the visuals of? First of all, it looks kind of kind of kind of darker and you know imperialistic. I I guess. Yeah. But just the, the the fact that she was like giving an impassioned speech, and people were and just no like cared. Tr- and people were just like turning off their lights. Yeah, <laughs> it's like oh, f- we're gonna we're gonna go check the game, whatever. <laughs> well,
1: there was also like hardly anyone in there. Like you could just see like yeah. literally the dissolving in the Senate. Yeah, which by the way, that's that's
0: how our fucking Congress works here in, in Panama, which is also a fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Depressing as fuck, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, but it's it's like it's the thing about this show that is so great is it feels rooted in in real world politics, and for a for a for a show that it's that that takes its cues or is based in a fantasy universe where we talk about like space wizards about good and evil, I like that they give it that grounding. In like yeah. real world politics, and I know George did this a little bit in the prequels, <laughs> but this feels even more ana- analogous, I guess, to yeah. the way war begins <laughs> in the in the real world, and, right? Um, which is why if I like the build up to to the to the Ferrix uh, uh, fight and the speech mm-hmm. from Marva. To me, felt so so. Like I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it. It felt so, so earned and it felt you f- you could feel throughout the show the oppression of the Empire in a visceral level and how it affects real people. Like we're not talking about the, you know, the princes or the senators or the the people we've been exposed to, but like the real people and it, like the show itself is about like wokeness. <laughs> like the, she says it in the in the speech, right? It's about like, like we've been sleeping for too long, but, you know, we have to. To realize that this shit is like, like the the like we can't ignore it anymore. And I love that little line where she's like, "Fight the Empire," which I don't know if you you heard, but the original line was supposed to be "Fuck the Empire," but Disney got cold feet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Could you imagine which, if they dropped the f bomb? That they, that was they
0: they recorded like that. It's wild. Uh, and uh, Disney was like, "Nah, dude."
1: Uh, yeah, we I'm, we I'm let you. I'm glad head. that it's not in there. Like <laughs> it would have been inappropriate. Things,
0: they, I'm, they, all, they, I'm
1: all for more mature Star Wars, but like, yeah. there's just certain things that aren't needed. You know,
0: I mean they they put in shit in there. They snuck they shit in there. They put shit.
1: That was pretty wild, uh,
0: and that that was pretty wild. I like I still don't know how to feel about that. Um, yeah, i not what, what just. Just say Dank Farrick, and just—that's
1: what I'm you saying. It's like, <laughs> you no, know, they've created these ichuta, they've created all these yeah. like, fake curse words within the world, and you know they just throw a shit in there.
0: Yeah, but, but yeah. So to me, this show, more than the show itself, which I feel like it's great and and everything, but this feels like the successful version of giving on a tour. Star Wars, so he can play with it, right? Because we've had other other stuff like the, like the Last Jedi, for example, which yeah. is stuff that didn't land with 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 a lot of people and felt very divisive. But it felt very much like a Ryan Johnson movie in in like in what he was trying to say, he was doing. Uh-huh. This feels to me, anyway, like a more successful version of that in in the fact that we have the voice of the the creator. Go through and it doesn't negate uh, or doesn't uh, doesn't clash so much with the established stuff. Like we, we like st- stuff like having shit in there. I feel like it's like right on the edge there. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't feel like a like uh, like um, it doesn't feel to me anyway like inconsistent with the way the Star Wars universe could be presented.
1: I agree. I think. You're you're right in the fact that like this is how doing something different yet still yes not divisive is, yes. is is like he did it so much better than Ryan Johnson did it. And you know like I don't even like Andor that much like I thought it was like you know slow and boring and like not really that interesting but like he still did it in a way where I can appreciate a lot about it. And I think most people have that sort of opinion, whether they like it or not. Like they can see like the positives in it and it doesn't split the fan base of like, you know, the entire story doesn't basically start a civil war with <laughs> the fandom, yeah. like just for being different.
0: Yeah, and it's I, I, very I mean, different
1: style of Star Wars, yet it feels good.
0: Yes, and I feel like uh, uh to be f- like in all fairness too, I got, I feel like if if Tony Gilroy did like a saga movie with like legacy characters, that would be a different thing, right? Oh yeah. So so it is it is more allowed I guess for him because he's he's taking new characters and some some few established ones that weren't that expanded upon. Yeah. And have have him do his own tone. We gotta. I, I gotta bring this up because uh, the performances were great in this stuff. Uh, uh, the the um, Stellan Skarsgård character, the Luthen character. Yeah. I, I I like. I wasn't getting really a strong read on him. Like, and I've and I've seen some some people post it online that he's basically like the anti Palpatine, in the sense that that he literally. Plays the role of like, a, like I, an
1: art... That is a good way to look at it, yeah. he's, he's the puppet master. He's the puppet master for like the good but guys. Rebellion. Yeah. And but uh, I still don't understand a lot like... And I thought his acting was great. You know, was, just like everybody. His I monologue? Overall was, was great. His, his monologue was cool. I still just didn't really care for his character much. And I felt like his motives were so like questionable. They're not clear. They're not clear yet. They're not apparently. clear, and I still yeah. don't understand why he would want to kill Andor.
0: Well, yeah, so it's basically he didn't want the... He didn't want to lose ends, right? So he didn't want the, the whole... Nexus. I understand that, yeah.
1: but I still don't see how it in any way would get back to him, you know? Well...
0: Basically he he with the Aldani job he was exposed to to Luthan, which is the guy who's like orgor sitting the whole thing. I think it's basically the same reason why they they sacrificed the other rebel, the one he and Saw It's like, So you're we, thinking we...
1: just because the Emperor has its sights on Andor, he doesn't want Andor getting captured and then interrogated and basically, tortured yeah. probably because, to where because... it would reveal Luthan. Yeah, because
0: that's what Deidre Mira wanted to cast Andor to, so she would lead, he would lead her to Axis, which is Luthen, right? Or help him lead, lead him there, and he he even knew Mon Matma's uh, cousin, who's also like a yeah. So so you know, it's a whole web that he probably just let's just kill him.
1: This <laughs> is too much trouble. I guess it is like the easy way out, but like yeah. Obviously, and the fact we know that doesn't happen, so it's kind of just like a waste of a cliffhanger,
0: well, but he didn't though I feel like like the cliffhanger is to me anyway to me the cliffhanger wasn't really cliffhanger. it's like pretty obvious that he like he he was smiling because he realized, oh I don't have to kill this guy. this guy is like he 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 went to a transformation when <laughs> uh, that he now like gives us some he cares so much about the cost. But yeah, it turned, it turned from being, like, somebody who's a loose end to somebody who's, like, an amazing uh, resource. Yeah. Because he, like, the fact that he lets him uh, have the gun, like, kill me or take me in. It's like, he's this is not a guy,
1: like, this guy's willing now to die. Be, like, believes yeah. in the cause.
0: Yeah, he's, he's a guy who's willing to die for, like, this is the only reason he's alive right now, is for the cause. So, yeah. so uh, I, I feel like the, the, the subtext of that Made it clear to me that it wasn't really a cliffhanger, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, that's fair. But yeah, fair. No, I, I, love, I, I love that. I love that. Like the, the character is still mysterious. We still haven't. I'm sure in season two we'll learn about how he had a sister or whatever the fuck they'll make up.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> that it was fucked over by the empire or so. You know, they'll make um, some sub story. Yeah. Uh, but and that's that's fine. But. Uh, I, I like the, the seeing him as like the anti papatine also because he like used wigs and shit and, and became like a like a yeah. socialite, yeah. very much the way Palpatine infiltrated
1: politics. Yep,
0: and um, yeah, no, that that was great,
1: and also you know he got, my yeah, you know what my most like questionable of the storylines is that like it. It started off where like I just completely didn't give a shit. And then at the end, I was like, kind of piqued my interest just because it went in such a weird direction that I wasn't expecting. Yeah. Was Cyril. Yes. (laughs) So the whole time... Mommy issues. Like, like, I didn't understand what his purpose in the story was at all. And I still don't really understand if there is one. Mm -hmm. But... He's just this like security guard dude, and then like he wants to go after Andor, and then he's sitting eating cereal with his fucking shithead mom, who's like, Yeah, a bitch. Like, I was like, What is the purpose of this? This is so (laughs) stupid. And then, as soon as he's like, Is he attracted to the ISB girl? Yes like is that what it is fully insinuating cuz like it was it was very yeah. vague
0: No to me for sure it's like um he crushed hard. It's like oh my god another fascist he he's crushing
1: hard over her
0: But I feel like I feel like it's it's a double thing where where he's probably he he, he seems like the kind of guy who who just like has such a stick up his ass and it's just like a, so, so inexperienced in like the, the reality of because because he because doesn't he so, really have a life, yeah, he doesn't really have a life, and I don't think he probably has had romance, uh, but Definitely. which, by the way, I don't, I don't think she has either because the I way I agree, the, I
1: think that's yeah,
0: <laughs> because the way she she like conducted herself when 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 he was around, she was like, What the fuck is this,
1: yeah, like. But that that literally became my most like interesting storyline of yes. like, yo, I want them to fuck, I want them to hook up, yeah, like that's that's interesting to me, you know.
0: I do wonder it's a fun. lot about about what where this is going because sure, it's gonna be romantic, but probably, but maybe. is it is it maybe, are they gonna uh, like like stay like. Get away from the empire, like are are, like I wonder if they're gonna be like yo.
1: I hope not. They they've done this storyline too many fucking times, dude. As I'm sure you can agree. Yes. How many? As soon as we're introduced to a character who is allied or in the empire, it's always gone to them. Then rebelling against the empire and breaking away. I want a character who's going to be like fucking in it to win it with the empire like just and have she, their fucking their like you can make a complex character who is like very likable and they don't have to be good or allied with the rebels, you know. Yeah. No, I agree, I agree. Especially but, uh, with um is it But I'm talking like especially Deirdre? about uh, Didra,
0: yeah. I, I think yeah. she's she's a hard ass uh, uh, through and through. But I feel like he is the one who's like I don't think he fundamentally like I think he he believes in order and he sees the rebels as bad guys. But I feel yeah. like the fact that he, he's he's he seems like such a sheltered guy makes me think that he he set values aren't really aren't really like like ironclad. You know what I mean? Like I feel like a, I don't think he knows he's just he a misguided. Exactly, exactly. So I feel like he's the guy who could get convinced while she she wouldn't. And yeah. Maybe she'll kill him or something at the end. Like after after a whole romantic journey, she'd be like <laughs> you're you're a weakness. Which would be really cool actually.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm just excited to see where that storyline goes. But I I do uh, want them to hook up.
0: And I I think I I think the show was amazingly clever in making us root for her uh, of like yeah. of like rising in the ranks. And then when she she's up there, she just becomes like the most horrible, like f- fascist piece of shit. Yeah, like, and and it's like, oh my god, I was rooting for her for the first couple of episodes. And now Well, she's she, just you know,
1: <laughs> willing to do whatever she can to succeed, you know.
0: Yeah, I, that she one of my favorite, one of my favorite like writing moments, like where I felt like, oh my god, this show is fucking brilliant the way the way it's written, was when 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 they were gonna torture Bix but they had the previous guy in that room. You know what I mean? And 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 yeah. the, the torturer was like, you want me to, to get the guy out of here before you bring in the girl? And it's like, right. it's like no, live, live, it, live in there. And then when the, the mm-hmm. girl shows up, she's like, what, 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 why, why do you have this guy still here? Whatever. Yeah. And she's like, oh my God. <laughs> like yep. This is like amazing writing where I'm like,
1: mm-hmm. what the I fuck? like that part,
0: yeah. Uh, and stuff like that, even when Mon Mothma is like accusing... Her husband of gambling in can like because she knows the driver is listening in. Right. Yeah. But, and like she's he's gonna inform the empire and stuff like that. Where it's like the subtext of the scenes and like little moments like that. The writing inside the writing, or right. or I feel like this show is really shining. And, with the dialogue and is the part
1: and- where like I did appreciate it. Like even though I wasn't always engaged, I. I picked up on the subtleties, and I appreciated that it wasn't just thrown in your face. Like that's yes. what the writing was just, very good for. Yeah,
0: imagine Dad versus I don't like sand, or you know what I mean. Like, there's a, there <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. The, but the in variety. that
1: own sense, even though even though Lucas's writing wasn't good in the prequels, it made sense for sure. Especially for Anakin, you know.
0: I mean, I'm I'm not say, I'm not knocking the fact that it doesn't make sense or whatever, but just having that like subtle, exquisite, yeah. exquisite dialogue, like the Partagas, you know, the, the the old ISB guy who was like giving him the orders, his dialogue right. first felt so sharp and and everything yeah. uh, in in that place was like, and the actor was so good too. He, like there was so I much gravitas. The to, guy to that who guy. was.
1: Fuck! What was he in Game of Thrones?
0: Oh, the the, the wasn't he the 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 maester? Or he was a maester. It was maester. A, yeah,
1: the one who was with Cersei. I can't remember. Right, name. right, right. Yeah. Tyburn, I,
0: that, I actually forgot that he was he was it that was guy. Kyburn. Yeah.
1: He's a good actor. And yeah, it, we no, got he Admiral Ullaren.
0: Yeah. That I uh, I must confess I'm a little disappointed with. With the casting for Yularen,
1: yeah, me too. Because it didn't
0: really look like him too much, yeah. And he the, didn't sound like him either. Because he right. he he's the narrator of the Clone Wars. You I know, know? <laughs> so it's such an icon, iconic voice that we've heard over and over again. And and I don't say that we have to have a, a guy that sounds exactly like him, but meet me in the fucking middle, you yeah. know? <laughs> yep. So yeah, I, I like you, you Lauren's involvement in it. I like the, the, the little Easter eggs in the antiquity shop with the Starkiller evil yeah. uh, yep. ending. Yep. The, the And the,
1: the uh the Sankara stones from Indiana Jones.
0: Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They always they always have Indiana Jones stuff in the in the it's background. Tied in, yep. Yep. Yeah, in solo they have they have that stuff too. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, man, I...
1: I What was... Dude, I was so, like... I really wanted to be blown away with the finale. Yes. And, like, everyone was so, like, seeming, like, head over heels for it. Like, even you, with the whole, like, you know, rebellion starting and people, like, you know, finally taking up arms against the Empire. But, like, that whole part to me... Like, I liked the slow, like, build-up for it, but that part just kind of, like, fell flat for me. Like, I felt like it could have been more intense, and like, I didn't really care for her speech the way other people did. Mm -hmm. And like, I just felt like it went nowhere. And I also didn't really understand what's her name? Marva? No, not Marva, uh, Bix. Oh, yeah. Why did the ISB just leave her there to be, like, rescued? Like, why didn't they just keep her detained? Well,
0: th- that was their detention. That she was in the hotel where she was being detained, yeah.
1: Yeah, but why would they bring her back there?
0: I uh, Bring her back where? I don't, I don't understand.
1: Because didn't they bring her to, like like somewhere off-site like from that town no, in that she, home world. Uh,
0: No, she was always in, in that I know
1: home she originally got tortured there but didn't they like take her away?
0: No, she was always there.
1: Oh, that was that was another thing that that I have to bring up. The
0: the 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 fucking torturing bullshit with, like... This is the sound of dying children, aliens, in some planet where the Empire fucked everything up. And this is where we used to torture people. And this is Dr. Garst. And he's, like, the the expert guy, Nazi motherfucker, who likes to put people through this. And then he's just, like, happy to be there. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, hi, how are you? Uh, uh, (laughs) And... uh, and um, the fact that he was like, yeah, this is the, he's talking over the thing, the history. And, like, the one that people find particularly uh, troubling is the one of, uh, that we assume our children. And I'm like, this is fucking insane. This is Star Wars. Uh, like, yeah. this is the same fucking place as Jar Jar Binks is, is running around somewhere. And, and I, I thought that was so fucked up. This is like, uh, like the the thing I've always said is this feels like an HBO show that that's snuck into Disney Plus.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> it's so insane that they have that level of darkness.
1: It did feel more <laughs> HBO,
0: <laughs> but I, I love that. I, I, as for the thing you were saying about the finale, I like I understand what you're saying because it's like a local skirmish. It doesn't really feel like the grand epic. Uh, Maybe this is not what you mean, but I'm taking it to mean this: is that it doesn't feel consequential in the grand scheme of things. But some of, the of it things, didn't. right?
1: But some and of the it things doesn't that necessarily I, you. like. Don't get me wrong, like because yeah. I I appreciate character and the the little moments, you know. I don't need everything to be like some game changing thing, but if you can't engage me to where I care about these characters and like like care about following their journey or like the little moments then you're not gonna hook me like I like Mon Mothma as a character yet I didn't care to see her talking about like her arguing with her husband over some bullshit like you know like there's little moments like that where I was just like this seems inconsequential in the grand scheme of things where like it's a little moment that I don't think is needed or like they could have done something better to represent it than this. Well, I and am Everyone's I, I am cu- going to have that opinion, but like that's just me. yeah, I am curious because I feel like all
0: these storylines are still up in the air. That, like I am curious where it, it's all leading to. Um, yeah. And like, like, don't
1: get me wrong. Like I might love season two you know yeah and maybe right. all the
0: stuff you you feel like it's inconsequential now will i
1: hope i i genuinely hope so like i yeah. i want it to be like a revelation like oh it was leading to something and it actually mattered you know like yeah it's just as it is right now and like the time in which i watched it it just didn't blow me away and like i was left very bored and just yeah. not on the same level as most people that i've heard stuff from
0: the 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 way this show is so meticulously structured and written i feel like like the, like there's no way they have like a they have like a planner and it's all it, it, it to me anyway it feels like it, it's leading to something i mean we I know like it's leading Tony to Roy,
1: and i think he's a good filmmaker i just don't want to give disney star wars a, like that much credit because we've been let down thinking that before <laughs>
0: Right, but this is Tony Gilroy, right? So it's, but it's, it's, it's
1: a, they're in control, and he's not necessarily in control. So well,
0: he, for this show, apparently, like the only thing they they objected to was the fuck. <laughs> but I hope that's- it, it, like, if Tony Gilroy was able to to get shit in there, I feel like uh, we're in good hands. Yeah, the, the 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 one thing I wanted to add was, I I I, I loved. I, I, I don't know. It's it's kind of a weird thing, but I love the 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 manifesto stuff. The, the the way that he basically laid down, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. The 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 little guy who who right had yeah. the manifesto who died, and and then uh, um, Cassian is listening it, listening to it towards the end,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: which he's basically like laying down the whole themes for Star Wars. just about about Darkness and like the Empire thrives in darkness, or whatever. I think he was saying in the manifesto, right? Yeah, or was it mm-hmm. that in the Marvel speech? Anyway, I think that
1: was in the manifesto.
0: Yeah, so, so the reason why the, the finale hit hard for me, the, the little skirmish, is the, the way that manifesto set it up with him saying like, if you ever feel alone, or like, the, the stuff he was saying really hit hard for me, like, if you ever feel alone, remember that, like, uh, somebody else in the universe is, like, also fighting, and, and even though they don't know it yet, like, they just become, like, part of the rebellion, and mm-hmm. uh, how, like, the, the Empire is, is so afraid. It's just, like, saying all this shit that is, like, so, so Star wars about, like, how the Dark Side is about, about fear, and yeah, and, and how t- a tyranny is unnatural. I-, I really like that line. It's like uh-huh. um, like uh, uh, they have to keep pushing, and eventually they'll slip. Uh, uh, something will will crack, right? Because it's unnatural, and it's it requires constant effort. In a way that that uh, freedom is is natural, and it's like everlasting. Yeah. And and it reminded me of that uh, line of and an a new hope. Uh, when Leia tells Tarkin the more you tighten your grip the more star systems will slip through your, slip fingers, through your fingers which I've always like this is it's such a simple line or you think it's like yeah. an inconsequential line but it really encapsulates the whole theme of the mm-hmm. rebellion in general and in Star Wars but I, 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 gotta, I gotta give props because there are many lines and, and, and there's many there's much dialogue in this show that I'll take with me that that I feel will become iconic in the way that many other Star Wars dialogue has become iconic for for good reasons, not not like the the meme dialogue, <laughs> the meme meme material dialogue.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, so so I don't know, man. I, I got I gotta tell you, I love this show. Like I can't sing its praises enough. It it really is gonna make Rogue One feel great. I, I'm I, the only thing that I, that I feel like is gonna make Rogue One feel lesser is that I still going to think like Cassian is such a good like, because I always thought Cassian was the best character. Yeah. Because uh, uh, anyway, and I feel like all the other characters will look even worse in comparison because <laughs> they'll be even even they'll feel even more underdeveloped <laughs> because it, Cassian I has I had, they
1: had I don't think they needed some kind of rich backstory like they had enough like when you look at look at a new hope and you don't necessarily get that with all of the characters like you kind of just find them in this moment in time and i feel like rogue one had a very moment in time place with those characters and like you know you get a- exactly what is presented to you with like bays and cheer it and some of the other characters, like you, don't need to know like literally everything about them for you to appreciate that. the characters. You know,
0: I feel I feel like like the, the, the New Hope is like the characters in New Hope are. You get a, a way better sense of who they are than the 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 Rogue One guys. But anyway, that's we could talk about that for an hour. Yeah, uh, I only and and I know we're we're probably going a little long, and I just want to say one more thing. I don't know if you want to add something, but I'm so glad that Sucker is in this, that Forrest Whitaker is in this. Even though he only got two scenes, he's clearly going to be he'll get more. more. He'll get more, yeah. And it's going to get even better, I know, because he'll get even That's crazier. He's going to get crazier. And crazier. <laughs> and he, he, he's going to get prosthetic uh, limbs and shit, so he's probably going to be in an accident that we'll hopefully see on screen. That would be sick. And the, when he he went off and ranted about like the the other cells and like being like yep. partitionist and like galaxy uh, whatever and yeah. him going oh my god neo republican uh, it's like oh my god I loved they're like they're lost lost <laughs> this is like him with his twitching good like, turn for him with the with the force Whitaker twitching eye just like. Yep. Yeah, I I love Sagara. He he was so fucking useless in Rogue One, and I love how 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 useless he was um, because <laughs> I love that performance. Um, I don't know if if you know it's funny, but I'm so glad that he, that that's another thing that I when I, I hope when I rewatch Rogue One after watching this whole show, that character his death will feel much more significant because we'll have gone through a journey with him. I want to see Ben Mendelssohn
1: back. I would that's that was my actual like <laughs> takeaway like I really want Krenick in this. Yeah. He's a great villain and yes. I think there's like a lot of good areas to throw him in and like we could even get What's his name? Talking? God damn it. Galen Urso back.
0: Ooh, that's true.
1: That's very true. Dude, it ended with the the end credit yeah. scene of yes. them building the Death Star.
0: Yes, this is true. So
1: that is literally like teasing us
0: to Freddie
1: and Galen Urso, you know? Yeah, I feel I feel like uh
0: because we know we know in when when Rogue One starts and, and Cassian goes to the rings of Kaffreen or whatever. Yeah. The, the, like the the plot is already in motion, right? Like you have news from Jeddah. Like the, the the whole discovery right. that the Death yeah. Star exists has already begun before the movie yes. starts. So I feel like this is stuff that we're gonna we're gonna see in season two. Which I'm, I'm getting just thinking about it.
1: That, yeah, I'm more excited <laughs> for that. So I, I really do think I'm gonna enjoy season two more. more maybe more we'll see what happen.
0: Maybe we'll see Galen Erso with the the scientists that that Ben mendelssohn killed. Yeah, and them them getting shipped over the the parts from the prison.
1: <laughs> that is the cool thing to me is that Andor is the one who was building the parts for yes. the Death Star that ended up killing him. Yes, so poetic. It's, it's a little poetic. Yeah, it's it's really fun. I really do wish him and Jin lived. You know.
0: No, I'm glad they died. They need to die. <laughs> <laughs> you got to make room for for the ogs
1: yeah that's true yeah i like how they made cuz i watched rogue one after i watched andor again yeah and i like how andor looks older in rogue one the way his hair was like he had like a receding yeah. hairline and like right. all this shit and he just looked older yeah, I think so that's I'm little, glad that yeah. they had his hair like a little more wild, and like he just he looked more youthful in the show. Yeah, I do
0: wonder if they did something to him to make him look younger. Maybe makeup know. and stuff. Uh, and I think that's one of the reasons they they decided not to do five seasons because he'll be way older. Like by, yeah, the, yeah. End, by the time <laughs> they end the show, if <laughs> it take two years to make a season. By the time they end the show, he'll be like ten years older than he was in Rogue One, and so that'll be pretty hard yeah. to hide by then. Yep. More than ten years, actually, probably like fifteen. It's wild. Yeah, yeah, it's right. What the fuck is time? It's going by fast. Yeah. Yeah, man, but oh, the show. I, yeah, I gotta say, I loved it. I feel like uh, we could do a whole episode about uh, speculation for season two. But... We
1: we eventually will.
0: Yeah, I'm uh, gonna
1: rewatch the show though, so I have. Yeah, more... me too. I I need a different perspective than when I watched it originally.
0: Yeah, and I feel like it benefits from binging because a lot of a lot of episodes kind of yes. end abruptly.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: So it's <laughs> gonna be it's gonna be better that way.
1: Yep. So yeah, I'm hoping for Boar Gullet origin story, <laughs> and that's my only takeaway. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm done it. for that. You know the truth, Jim? <laughs> <laughs> is it really you? <laughs> Were you did you come here to kill me? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Excellent. All right. Well. Please, guys, if, if you're listening, let us know if, what if, there's, you're any-
1: <laughs> if
0: there's any survivors. Listening to this.
1: It's been so long. <laughs> let us know. Are what we talking you think. to ourselves? This is just empty airspace. Hey, they they
0: they win by making you think uh, you're alone.
1: I'm I'm gonna <laughs> say don't don't tell us your thoughts about Andor. Just tell us if you're actually listening. <laughs> yes we're at that that point where we've been gone so long that we don't know who's out
0: there we'd like the the words of affirmation yes (laughs) but yeah (laughs) please please let us know uh and we'll see you next time where we hopefully will do i would like to do a tales of the jedi one actually
1: yeah you know that's a good idea let's do that next let's do that next all right. right
0: perfect you see this is how the magic happens kids you got it on, <laughs> on, on recording. The Seeds of the Rebellion started. <laughs> exactly. This is the beginning of a revolution. <laughs> All right. Uh, have a good one, and may the Force be with you. Always.
1: you very